Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Comedy Collision Podcast. I am your host, Nick Hannock. This is episode number 48. Number 48. We're almost there. Halfway to 50. That's not true. Halfway to 100. Almost at 50. So here we go. Um, let's crank a good episode up. back i am uh it is a beautiful beautiful chicago thursday how are we how are we doing i am back i'm doing stand-up again i've uh crawled out of my shell shook off the dust and here we go um actually you know a lot of people asked me they go nick what is what's the future for you hold with stand-up right you've done second city and you've done um, you've done Second City twice, and then you've done a show in Houston. You're like an open mic comic. What's next? When's your next show? When's your next show? That's the question you keep getting. When's your next show? I'll tell you when my next show is. How about that? Wednesday, June 22nd, the Annoyance Theater. That's right. The Annoyance Theater. I think tickets went on sale today. Um, if not today, very soon. Uh, keep posted on my Instagram. For everyone that's like, like, oh, you didn't tell me there was another show. No, I'm telling you now. I've always told people that there's a show. I didn't promote hard for the Second City second one because that thing sold out in, in a day or two. It went crazy. How's that on me? When tickets are moving, like in Finding Nemo, when it's just like they, he looks and it's like um, he gets lost into like a school of like all those uh, fishes like going by and it's just like... Phew, like that that's what it is man tickets are just moving like that and tickets i'm gonna say this right now there's gonna be like i think a lot of comics on this show man it's not gonna be just me i don't know how much time i'm doing but there's gonna be like 10 11 comics so come out and support but why i say that is there's only 40 seats it's an intimate venue there is probably um you know, not I, I would say not enough for me to bring everybody, obviously. So if my but if my peoples buy it up, man, what can I say? If my <laughs> dude, if they buy it up, you know what I mean? How's that on me again? I can't take any of the blame here. I've never taken any blame, and that's why I'm probably single. But oh, here we go. So um, annoyance theater. Um, what day? Wednesday. I said Wednesday, June twenty second. So uh, I believe it's a seven o'clock show, seven to nine. Um, we only have the theater for like two hours, so, you know, um, it'll be great. It'll be great. I, um, am looking forward to doing it and, uh, I got some good stuff for you guys. So come on out to that. That's going to be again, Wednesday, June 22nd, 7 to 9 PM. I got to plug my dates because if I don't plug them, people get mad. So there you go. Um, been doing open mics. Been cool. Been to some new ones. Uh, met some new people. Very fun to always meet new people. Um, and go up there and uh, eat shit in front of them. That's always fun. And then they're like, this guy isn't that funny. But then uh, one of the times they're like, oh, this guy is pretty funny. So, you know, half and half right now. Um, what else, man? People have been, dude, I'll just say this, all right? And I'm not going to name names here. But some people, you're crazy. I've been seeing some posts 
from people just losing their minds. And it's like, that's not the, who did you become? Because you're crazy. And again, I'm not, people over here, I mean, do we have to, I don't know if we're at the cut this part. But it just breaks my heart to see people that change. How about that? Let's go into that. No one's specific. Just when people change after you had such a, you know, a close relationship with that person, this could be anybody in life. I'm not talking about somebody specific. Right, I'm talking about anybody in your life that you you had maybe you know a year ago, weeks not weeks ago, but you know a long relationship with whether it be a boy or a girl or whether that be a friendship or whether that be any kind of relationship, man. But any kind of relationship that you you are very close with, and then you lose, and then you see that person change dramatically in a worse way. It's fucking heartbreaking, man. It's heartbreaking, and now. You know, going forward, you see that. I think you see that most commonly with, like, some people you barely knew, right? Like, there's this one guy from my high school or in my town who, like, I knew him. He's a good dude, always nice to me. Still, if I, I feel like if I saw him today, he would be a good dude, like, nice to me. But he just, like, kind of went off the rockers and just, like, wasn't the guy I, like, knew in, uh, you know, when I first met him. So... All I'm saying is people change, and it's usually not those that you had a really close relationship with, but when it is, that's wild, man. That's some wild shit. And you just hope the best, man. You really hope the best. Because you definitely still care about them, man, and that's the truth, man. That's the truth. You always will care about them. So there's a, how about that little truth to come out to start the podcast episode today? All the five minutes of heavy humor. There's no humor in that, but... um. <laughs> There's no humor in that. Heavy humor. What I, I did is I plugged my dates and that my my upcoming date, and then I uh, talked about um, when you lose a relationship and then people changing for their, uh, the worst. So how about that? How about the heavy heavy humor in that? Get them. They didn't get them. Okay, great. The White Sox are going to come back and win this game, and I'm going to lose my mind. Oh, it's frustrating, man. I got to lay off the gambling. I got to lay it off. Me and my therapist, we're working on it. We're trying to get it down. She had me make an Excel sheet. Guess what? I looked it up for June. I'm up money. He's up money, dude. And when I'm up money, guess what I'm going to keep doing? You guessed it. Pushing the chips to the middle. (laughs) Dude. I, what do you want me to say? I'm up money. Like, fuck. So I'll try, I'm trying to slow down. I, uh, get, you know, get bored sometimes during the day working from home. So sometimes you put a little wager on some daytime baseball, see where the ball lands. You know what I mean? So now we got a little breakdown for you guys. It's 11 to nine Dodgers, uh, at the White Sox. Don't want to read that score backwards. And, uh, <laughs> There's one out in the bottom of the ninth. We need the Dodgers to win. They're up five going into the four going into this inning, uh, five at one point, and they are now only up two. So, you know, tying run is on first. White Sox could walk it off with a home run here, but uh, it's two and zero. Oh. All right, one out. Here we go. Uh, back to the podcast, though. So, annoyance theater. That what else? Um, I was shopping the other day. I like to go to Mariano's, okay? Let me just tell you like about this. And this is just a true story of what I do in my life. And this is to get to know the person, Nick Hannock. It's not always about humor. and It's not always about being the comedian, Nick Hannock, okay? But I like to go to the market, man. And by my market, I mean Mariano's. I love it. 
I love to go to Mariano's. So I go, not, and not because you walk around sipping beer. I don't necessarily like being in Mariano's, and I definitely don't like to walk home when my hands are just, like, breaking. My wrists are breaking from carrying everything. But something about just the getting the fresh food, and, you know, it's Mariano's. It's not even that fresh, but what I'm saying is, like, just, like, new food in the house, I guess, is a great feeling. <laughs> and I love it. So I go usually, like, once a week during lunch or something like that, and I go get I get a few things. I know I always get bruschetta. I'm not probably saying that wrong. Uh bruschetta, but um I get that and um I get and I get those cold you know I get those cold cuts um weekly, man. I go through them in a couple of days. It's great. I just go right through them. And I if you mix that with like a coke or something or a kind of like sweet drink, a soda, it's nothing better. Nothing better. Put on a podcast, eat some uh Prochetta. I feel like I'm saying it wrong. And then um, drink a Coke, man. That's that's how you get fat, and that's how you get like me, dude. And I'm not even fat because my metabolism is a 12 year old right now. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, no, it's cool. So I go and I get that stuff. And then this time we had a convert. We were golfing on Sunday, playing Broken Arrow. Um, Ex girlfriend definitely lives on the course. All good. Didn't hit it into our house, but all good moving forward. Um, and then uh, we are playing Broken Arrow, and a conversation came up about this product called Dude Wipes. Okay? I don't know if you guys know what Dude Wipes is. Um, it's pretty simple. They're just like wipes for your area down there, right? For your, uh, it's, You know what they're like? They're like baby wipes, but they're trying to be marketed to adults. And that's exactly what they are, and I got scammed. So that's what that is. It's just baby wipes that are being marketed to adults. So it's like a cool baby wipe. <laughs> If you want to look cool buying baby wipes and not like a predator, this is what you do. Why couldn't you be a parent, Hannock? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not like a parent buying baby wipes. Sorry. Not a, why did I go to predator? What am I thinking? All right. Um, Jesus Christ, man. Clean it up. Um, sorry. This is a family show. And we're not editing any of this out, dude. We're pushing through. We're pushing through because we got to where we got, had to go. And we're pushing through. And people don't listen to this. So we're good. Um, <laughs> so, so we're good. Our listeners, they're, they're down. No, they're not down. They're, they're actually rising right now as we're doing more shows and it's awesome. Um, so here we go. Uh, what was, oh, so I was say, okay, so I'm at there and we're talking about this project called Dude Wipes and I go to the store and I see them and like, like at the end of an aisle, I'm walking, not in an aisle, but, um, I see it at the end of the aisle. So I go towards it. I walk towards it in my cart, and I'm doing, like, the Jim Halpert when he goes with Pam shopping. He's, like, leaning on the cart, ass out, just, like, leaning on his elbows at the cart. I like doing that. So um, we're walking, and I'm, I'm pushing the cart. I'm up there, and I'm looking at it. I'm just staring at the product. I'm like, they got mint, and they got regular. And then it hits me. It's like, why do they have mint? You know? Like, what do you mean mint? Why would you need mint down there? And then it hit me. Oh, Yeah. For Remy's. <laughs> hey, there's people out there who want to come back out of the trenches with a breath <laughs> with a breath freshener. That's why they got mint. I like because obviously they're probably like right before they did anything like that, they're like, hey, could you clean up down there? And they did like, yeah, I'll clean up down there. She's like, Yeah, I'll clean up down there. Or he, or he. It's like, yeah, I'll clean up down there. And then now, now it's like, you good with wintergreen? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what do you want? Spearmint? What are you doing? <laughs> you doing down there? What do you like? Yeah. How much time are you give me down there? You need a you need a two pack? What do you got? Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> pepper? What are you was it winter time? A little peppermint down there? You got a little red one? Um, oh Jesus! Yeah. Um, so that's why they make mint ones. So this is all <laughs> this is all going through my head, right? And I'm like kind of like laughing a little bit, like one of those things where you like laugh but you kind of look down so people don't see it. And uh, I grab mint. I grab one of the products. And I put it in my cart. I then turn around. I'm blocking this girl, like, my age, mid-20s. I'm blocking her from going. And she just watched the entire encounter of me staring at these dude wipes. And then eventually giggling and laughing and buying them. And she's just laughing. She's just giggling at me. (laughs) I'm just like, sorry. And I just moved on. But, dude, it was so embarrassing. Oh, good. Have bombed in front of... 200 people one time all good but uh terribly embarrassing so we move on and it's fine right it's all fine that's what we've learned about this podcast it's all fine um but yeah man it's kind of crazy so they got at mariano's they got the this thing called is it called murphy's or murray's i think it's called murray's murray's um all right well this is a big picture but um let me break it down for you before I give you the Murray's thing. So you guys can be watching with me. And you guys can look back and be like, oh, man, this happened right here. 3-2 count, two outs, Gavin Sheets up, 11-9 Dodgers. Um, two outs, 3-2, first and second. They're going to be running on the pitch. Pitch number eight of the at-bat, Hudson pitching. Here we go. The wind-up, the pitch, strike three, Dodgers win. Suck it, Chicago. White Sox fans. Um, you know what? Also, you would never find a fucking White Sox fan right behind the plate at uh, Wrigley. But here, you got a guy in a Cubs jersey, so that's great. Um, cool. Cubs win, so that's great. Or Cubs win. Jeez, Cubs win, I win, everyone wins. Uh, Dodgers win, though. So that's good. And um, back to Mur- Murray's. Murphy's, one of the two. Murray's. Um, they got the great Pushada that I love and don't know if I'm saying right. And then um, they also have... I got a great Parmesan cheese that we just got. They got great cold cuts, a great Capicola. They got great, um, it's really just all good there, man. I love it. So I leave with like a $25, $30 bill, man, of meats, man. And I know meats aren't best, the cold cuts are not the best for you, but I like to slice them and dice them, man. What do you want me to say? And sometimes I'm slicing and dicing, and then I have to buy ingredients because I like to also cook here. I dig into the Italian heritage. I've been making this bolognese sauce. Kicks ass. All good. Bolognese kick you in the teeth. Dude, you want to get kicked in the tooth, by the way? Chocolate ice cream from Baskin Robbins. Boom. Kicked in the tooth, bro. That's it. It's over. You've been kicked in the tooth. You're going to have a whistle. when You eat ice cream, and then you have like that Job whistle in the rest of development when he eats the banana, the frozen banana. Um, but <laughs> she called us a Job guy. Yeah. Um, it's going to kick you in the tooth, man. That chocolate ice cream from... Uh, from uh what's it called uh baskin robbins but yeah uh what else, what was i saying kicks you in the tooth fuck all oh, this bolognese sauce yeah dude it's so good man oh my god it'll rock your boat man it's amazing and it doesn't t- it takes like two hours to make and you get to, and there are parts that gets incredibly hectic like you gotta like you put everything in very quickly and then it sits for a bit and then like a half hour, 45 minutes, and then you put it back in 
And do you keep going? Is it the half hour that's a long part? And then, yeah, then you got to, like, add stuff. And then when you're adding all the stuff to it at the end, um, what's it called? You got to, like, also um, get the pasta going, obviously, and make that stuff. So you're also making the pasta, doing that. So you got to be, like, making sure the pasta's not doing too bad. You got to drain the noodles. You got to keep stirring the sauce. You got to be, like, I'm like Henry Hill, right, just stirring the sauce and stuff like that, R.I.P. Ray Liotta. But, um Still, I'm like Henry Hill stirring the sauce, and um, you keep going. And the the longest part, I guess, in the beginning is like getting all the ingredients together. But then once you start going, you're just moving, right? The only break is like that 30 minute period where you like kind of sw- like start every now and then, um, like my, as if you're like Michael in that movie and uh, what's it called, Good, Goodfellas. So um, it gets hectic, it does, but it's a good sauce, man. And I'll make it for anybody who wants it, man. It's a delicious fucking pasta. Do it out over some rigatoni, some rigatoni and some uh, some fresh parmigiano. It's great. It's great, man. Um, what else do we got? Yeah, but um, what I was going to say also about the, that's the Italian stuff that I like to get in the, uh, in the Marianos. But there's a section where it's like different worldly foods. It's like a whole aisle. And that's fine if you want to put that in there, man. That's kind of cool. You can buy, like, Japanese candy or, like, Middle Eastern candy in there. Like, it's pretty cool, man. It's not just candy. I don't know why I keep saying candy, but it's, like, it could be other things, too. But a lot of it, I did see, the reason I'm saying that is I saw Japanese Skittles in there, and they're just regular Skittles, but they're mini. And I thought about buying them, but they were 6 bucks. So I was like, that's, what am I doing here? And they had green apple. It didn't have lime, which lime is back, baby. And we love it. Um, so that's the problem we run into there. And that's all good. We move past it. We go to a different country. Go right back over to Italy, and we stay in Italy. But there's nothing, and that's fine jumping around from country to country, but there's nothing worse in another city, like when you have, when I'm walking on Belmont down to um, my buddy's place, and it says authentic Philly cheesesteaks. Forget about it. Forget about it. It's not authentic. You know why? It's not Philly. You know why it's not Philly? Because you're in Chicago. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's so true. No, no way. Yeah, it's true. It's not authentic. It's not authentic Philly because you know why? You're in Chicago. Chicago, man. But this is authentic. It's not authentic. They're lying to you. They make it here. They're doing it right now. That guy, right guy, do you see that guy making right there? He grew up in Elk Grove. He's never been to Philly. But he, but it says, I don't care what it says. He's from Elk Grove. Get out of here. <laughs> or like, or New York pizza, dude. Hey, just say it's thin crust. All good. Just say it's thin crust. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not New York authentic pizza. Why? Because it was made today on diversity. <laughs> it's, it was made today on Clark. That's not in New York, dude. So it's not authentic. Oh, no, but we shipped ingredients in. Oh, yeah, do you? Do you make it there, too? Authentic New York pizza that's made here. Get out of here. It's just thin crust or it's a slice, some bullshit like that. You know? Fuck that. <laughs> fuck. Dude, yeah, this is a part of the podcast where I just go, fuck that, man. Nah, man, I don't know. 
people are getting crazy now that's warming up too dude it's forget let me tell you this if you're not forgetting about that forget about this it's brawless city here now i don't know what's going on i'm walking down the street the other day going to my buddy same street belmont going down brawless city no nobody's wearing a bra now nick as a straight male shouldn't you should you not be complaining about this you know what i mean yeah, okay, so I'll shut up about the about this one. This one, maybe I'm wrong on, okay? Maybe it's a good thing. But at the same time, dude, don't be letting your bosoms hang out. <laughs> don't let them beat the jiggly-wiggly. Oh, God, he, he used automatopoeia. Is that what automatopoeia is? I don't know. Oh, my God. Are you and also what a word onomatopoeia? I don't know. I said it really fast so it sounded right. I don't really know what it is. Woohoo, dude! I gotta get that woohoo button down because all we got right now is you know the rock star one, and then we got the California one. I like the California one, man. It's cool. Um, but yeah, no. So that's that's dope, and uh, it's been broadless city, dude, and it's all good, but. But maybe just, you know, don't be hooking. So it's all good. Um, too many prostitutes out here. Just kidding. I'm kidding. Ladies, I'm joking. I'm joking. This is a been, <laughs> this one's been a wild episode today. I don't know what it is, man. Maybe it's because we're cranking these things out weekly. So I'm just going to start saying what I'm thinking unless, uh, you know, being less focused on these things about uh, being politically correct. I don't know. Ladies, I love you. Don't change at all, but be nicer to me. No, um, it's all good. It's all good, man. Saw this video today. Uh, no, there's something else I wanted to talk about. There's like three more things, but one of the, uh, this one is just short, dude. Have you guys seen that video, Dan Marino meeting Rick Ross? Again, this is why I got to make this thing kind of a video podcast, but I'm not good with the editing, so I got to meet somebody who's good with the editing. If you guys know... Anybody who knows how to like edit videos or podcast videos or stuff like this, um, you know, podcast editors or something, someone who can help like film, let me know. I'll hire them. Maybe not exactly your friend, but, you know, we'll talk. We'll do some. Let's get down to business with it, man. Um, but, yeah, this Dan Marino video of him meeting Rick Ross, I posted it on my Instagram yesterday on my story. Uh so it's Rick Ross. He shows up to Dolphins like OTAs or whatever it is, training camp. And he goes up. It's not training camp. It's definitely OTAs. He goes up to OTAs and he sees Tyreek Hill. He's like, what's up, Tyreek Hill? And Tyreek Hill's like, what's up, Rick Ross? And they're having like a good time. They're like, oh, my God, you're famous. I'm famous. This is pretty cool. And then Rick Ross sees Dan Marino, who's, I guess, like helping out. And he like daps up Dan Marino. And Dan Marino has no idea who Rick Ross is. And it's very obvious Dude, he shakes his hand and then and then looks off to the right as if like, who is this? <laughs> yeah, man, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, good luck out there, man. You're a defensive tackle, right? Yeah, good luck out there, man. Thank you. <laughs> Rick, Ross, Rick Ross is like, why is he saying good luck out there, boss? Although, doesn't he have a song where he's like, uh, I'm a boss. Uh. Right, isn't that all Rick Ross? Uh. Ooh. <laughs> uh. Oh, I'm a boss. Oh, oh, Damarino. <laughs> Why was he's Batman? <laughs> oh my god, dude. 
That's so funny. Fuck, dude. I've been crying laughing at this other thing, too. So that was making me laugh. And then I've been <laughs> I've been dying laughing at this uh, Industry Baby song. You guys know this song? What's it called? It's Industry Baby. It's called Industry Baby. It's by uh, oh the guy from Old Town, uh, Lil Nas X. And then I think Jack Harlow's in it, too. But let me see if I can get it playing. I know I can't play it. Um, I'm going to get in trouble if I play it for too long. I know that, okay? And I'm not trying to get sued, all right? This is a, podcast has already been wild that I... All right, here we go. Let me see. I told you long ago. That, dude, so it's, I told you long ago on the road. I know what you... Whatever, right? What in need, they should have done that, but I want to see a classical like opera one. So I've just been going around the house. Poor Devin, dude. Poor Devin. I've just been going around the apartment. Just going. I told you long ago on the road. I got what you want. Just going around. Don't do nothing wrong. Get your soul. Just tell them to be laying low. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the words. <laughs> But dude, imagine just a chorus of like just adult men lined up in like a, a theater or an opera house, and they're just like, "I told you long ago on the road, I got what you're waiting for." <laughs> you know? Oh my god, this would be so damn funny, and it would sound so good. They got like they could have them rapping or whatever they're doing. I, I don't. Lil Nas X a rapper? Does he like sing kind of more? Okay, so Lil Nas X can do his part as the verses, and then Jack Harlow can do his part, but when they do the chorus, they just swing it on over to the opera house, and it's just, I told you long ago on the road, I got what you're waiting for. <laughs> and it'd be great. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. This one's been fucking wild. This has been a fun one. Dude, I'm going to get in so much trouble for this episode, I feel like. Again, I just want to say, in the beginning, there's nobody specific I'm talking about, okay? It's any relationship anybody's ever had with any kind of person of any sort, friends, lovers, parents, uncles, like I said, I guess I already said lovers, um, and, you know, anything your schoolmate, classmates, teachers, bosses, whatever it is. And you, you cared a lot about them, and then now they've changed a little bit, okay? It's no one specific. So, um, let's get into cookies, man. Well, we got three. <laughs> three done 27 minutes, and it's just all been just wildly over the, all around the place. Um, no, I'm not going to go into that. We'll save that for next week. But uh, the cookies, man, because I wanted to talk about this real quick. I got in a discussion about cookies, because I'm a comedian, and I'm very obviously mature. So we got in a discussion about cookies, and I was like, let me give you the top five underrated cookies. And he goes, let me, he goes, hit me with that. And I said, number one, golden Oreo. And now it's all over. Golden Oreo, it's all, that's it. That's all you needed. One, two, three, four, five, the answer could be golden Oreo. That's an underrated cookie. For what cookies and cream, and what Oreo stands for and has done in the industry and a golden oreo will absolutely pop you in the groin which you don't want to get popped there dude 
But when you get popped in the kidney, dude, because it's going to pop you in the kidney too, not just the groin, the kidney, you might go down. That's how it's going to knock you out. Kidney shots, man. But a golden Oreo, man. So I'm a, but I gave five, okay? I didn't just end there. This wasn't just a bit to say golden Oreo, although that could be a bit. Um, I'm going number two. Fudge stripe. Now, hear me out on the fudge stripe one. Hear me out. Hear me out. I know I know people are going to be like, that's not an underdog. That's not an underdog. But watch this. Watch how I make it an underdog. Hey, everybody, listen here. Fudge stripe's the best cookie of all the cookies. Besides, like, you, and I'm not counting homemade. I'm not going around trying homemade cookies. Out of all the cookies you can find in that aisle, fudge stripe kicks the asses of everyone it's the royal rumble fucking winner it's going to wrestlemania for the world heavyweight title defending champ in my book who's coming at fudge stripes keeblers they they know what they're doing in that tree man <laughs> they know what they're doing in that tree let me tell you you want a cookie that can stand toe-to-toe with a giant give you a give me a fudge stripe man fudge stripe um Number three, I put this, um, so, so Fudge Stripe 2, I, this is no order of like the, I just named five, so it's not an order, but number three here I got is the original Chips Ahoy. The only reason I have that down, it's not really an underdog, but it's becoming one because, uh, the, the Chewy Chips Ahoy is absolutely taken over. And the Chewy Chips Ahoy sucks. The Chewy Chips Ahoy is so ugh. And just, you could tell chemically induced that it's gross. So guess what? Chewy Chips Ahoy. FTG, first to go. First to go. See you, Chewy Chips Ahoy. Bye. Bye, Chewy Chips Ahoy. So original, I guess original just because it gets shit on a lot, man. And people like cookies, man. And they bash Chips Ahoy. And it's fine. Chips Ahoy, the first bite's not great. But dude, that aftertaste, man. That aftertaste goes toe-to-toe with a lot of different things. Four. Four, and it's an absolute, again, another absolute. Like I said, these are just absolute underrated underdog cookies. I guess the second one, I can't really say. But this one, man, tree foils. That's right, tree foils. The blue Girl Scout shortbread cookie. Delicious. Could put down two, uh, the, put down, I put them by the boxes, dude. Forget the sleeves. The only thing the sleeves are are, are in my way. That's the only thing the sleeves are. Dude, I'm putting these things down by the box, man. And you know these bitches in these (laughs) trash. I'm sorry. That was terrible. These girls in the tribes are uh, jacking up the prices, dude. Every year, it's about $2.99 more. <laughs> I think we're paying $15 a box, it feels like it right now. Uh, maybe that's like the gas prices. Who knows? Um, what do we got? Okay. The last one. I don't know how much of an underdog it is because it's just a good cookie, so maybe it's not, but... But it's not a, how do you say this? It's never a regular size cookie. I've never seen this in like a normal form. It's always kind of mini or miniature and it's always in a bag. So take that as what you want. 
Um, no, I didn't do. I didn't just do coke during the podcast. That was um, my beautiful, beautiful uh, deviated septum that you heard. So, um, but famous Amos cookies. I don't know where you want to rank those. I don't know if you're going to say underrated. It's fine if you're like, no, that's not underrated. That's that's just a good cookie, and that's fine. I mean, you got the baseball games, right, after you had played baseball, single A, triple A, whatever you were at, whatever it was called in your your little league. Um, you know, you would just get the snack. The mom would bring the snacks, and then there would be those moms that were like, oh, here's the fucking watermelon. Oh, thank you. And then people would bring, like, fucking cantaloupe, and I'm like, I don't like cantaloupe. Get this out of here. But then there's the moms that brought the famous Amos or like the fucking uh, Scooby-Doo fruit snacks. That's the shits right there, dude. That's what's up. That is the fucking, that's how you go. That's the grain. That's what you want. Um, so I'm going with the famous Amos. I love it. Another, but I guess here is an underdog, but this is a, this is like a very specific underdog and it's the last one. We'll end this because I know we've gone a little long, so I do apologize, but I'm sure you guys are loving this entertainment and that's what it is because this is one of our best episodes we've done. Because we got a little wild on there. We should probably cackle a few things, but we're not going to. We're going to let it rip. We're not going to take anything out. We're going to let it go. Um, what's it called? I. Uh, what the fuck is it called? Oh, Grandma's Cookies, the mini ones. Not the regular ones. I don't like the. I tried the regular ones, like the, the normal cookie size, like Oreo size. Not that. I need like the mini ones, like if you're going to have mini Oreos. I need that size. Okay, that size with Dr. Pepper and a game of Uno. There you go. That's my high school career. Mustang Corral. It was me. I'm not going to, I won't say the last names. Me, Andre, uh, Cormac. No, Cormac or, was Cormac there? I think Cormac was there for a hot second, but then he left. Um, We miss you, Cormac. You're a great dude. Um, Conrad was there too. So it was me, Andre, Conrad. God, I'm trying to remember these names, man. And none of these names mean anything to anyone, probably. But me, Conrad, um, Frankie, and Andre were the core four that ended up staying there for like the dude. We had like I think a whole year there, same same period. And um, what's it called? Uh, we would do like Grant. We had like Grandma's cookies, dude. I would eat, at least I would like fill up on those things. Grandma's cookies and Dr Pepper. This is before Michelle Obama came in and just got all the diet bullshit. And okay, this was when it was people were happy, and it was fucking legit, dude. Just pounding this at every Mustang Corral. This was like f- third, fourth period. It was before lunch, like just before lunch. A nice snack. It was awesome, man. Best times, man, playing those Uno games. Um. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. That's where we're going with that shit. Um, I re- I also wrote down never trust jugglers. Jug- jugglers. Oh, hey, dude, it's jugglers. All good, but it's jugglers. And that's probably why we didn't do it on this podcast because I couldn't say it. Never trust jugglers, guys. That's what I'm going to leave you with. Um, that's kind of the best advice I can give you. But um, tickets are on sale, all right? So if you want to see some wild shit like this, man, come on out. Come on out to... Uh, the Annoyance Theater, Wednesday, June 22nd, 7 and 9 p.m. Tickets on sale now. Go to the website. Um, I appreciate you guys for listening. Thanks so much, guys. Peace.